Welcome to Destiny Worship Center's podcast. Here at DWC, we believe in the life-changing power of Jesus Christ and His Word. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Be blessed. Sunday morning uh, sermon topic, amen. Who knows what I've been talking about thus far? I always quiz you because you got to know what I've been talking about. Who in here knows what I've been talking about? I've talked about the last couple of weeks, amen. What, what's my topic? What is it? I choose to trust God. Somebody say, I choose to trust God. I choose to what? Trust God. To what? To trust God. The scriptures in Proverbs chapter 3, amen, and the word of God reads, My son, forget not my law, but let not thy heart, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add unto thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thy heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord. Somebody say, trust in the Lord. Lord. With all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear, not talking about afraid of God, but reverence a man. Reverence the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health for thy navel and marrow to thy bones. In other words, everything that you need will be supplied. And then honor the Lord with thy substance. That's what, what I read already over here. Amen. Uh, I've, been, I've been talking about, I choose to trust God because, right, but, but who, who knows what my subtopic was? Who knows what the subtopic? I gave two topics because I'm going to talk about, well, what's my subtopic? The Chronicles of Elijah. The Chronicles of the Prophet Elijah. The Chronicles of the Prophet Elijah. For those who are familiar with the term chronology, basically it's just talking about how things actually happen in his life, how things happen in the prophet Elijah's life, and I'm going to tie that into how he had to trust God. See, right now, as I tell people, you really can do all that you can do, everything that the governor says and the mayor says and that those who care about us says, but you, that's not our source, not the saints of God. It's not our source. Our, our source, somebody says, greater, am I right? So if we, if we don't have to plug into our source, and our source is God, then we're going to have to trust him. I say, trust him. You're going to have to, somebody say, trust him. Ask your neighbor, who's your, come, we, how many of y'all trust, y'all trust, your trust is in the president? Who got trust in the president? You know, we, 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 we like him, some don't like him, okay, whatever your choices are. But, but, but you don't want to put your trust in mankind, because mankind, mankind changes, am I right? But one thing about God, God's word never changes. And God said, God said, y'all hear what I said? I said, that's why I like him so much. Because even a thousand years ago, I showed you in the word where he said, I am God, I change not. Am I right? A thousand years ago, he was doing the, he was the same kind of God that he is right now today. So I like that, amen. I like that, that, that kind of uh, a deity. I like a deity that, that does not change, amen. So, I, uh, so we have to learn how to trust in God. And I've been, I've been really, not, not, uh, I've been questioned a little bit because some uh, people, uh, there was a lady on, uh, on, on, on the radio, and she was saying, she was saying, well, hey, uh, don't you have common sense? And, uh, and so then I heard her say common sense, and then I, I would hear somebody else say, we should use common sense. And then I would hear somebody else say, we should use common sense. And, 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 and somebody else would say, common sense, just everybody just stay home, right? And, uh, and, and I, I don't want to abuse common sense. I don't want to attack common sense. But I just want to make sure that we understand the difference between common sense and faith. Amen. Do y'all hear what I said? Amen. 
See, see, the word of God never said the just shall live by common sense. Amen. Anybody heard that before? Anybody heard that written in the word, right? No, 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 no. But I don't want to ridicule common sense because we need common sense. Am I right? But we need common sense in its commonplace. Correct? Do you hear what I said? We need common sense in its commonplace. So I went and I, I, I wanted, before I get in, can, can, can I just read, show you something about common sense just a little bit? Because, and, and then don't say Pastor Jane was attacking common sense. I'm not attacking common sense. I'm showing you that there's a difference between when God calls you to walk by faith, because common sense, common sense will defeat faith every time. Amen. Did you hear what I said? <coughs> common sense will defeat faith every time if we allow it. Because very few things in the word of God that Jesus did that was common. Okay. Common basically means common knowledge. You, you, you know, we all know if you jump off a bridge, what's going to happen? Huh? Common sense tells you what? Don't jump off a bridge, right? So I, I didn't want to attack common sense, but I do have to address common sense because I'm a faith preacher. So when I preach faith, it sounds like I'm against common sense. And I'm not against common sense, but everything's got to be in its own lane. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Every, and that's one of our challenges. You, everyone has to know what their lane is. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? You know, everybody will know. Because I, I don't get in God's lane. You understand? All I do is say, when God said the power of life and death is in your tongue, I just said to the people, the power of life and death is where? In, in where? It's in my what? My tongue. That's not my words. I, I didn't say, if you shall decree a thing, it shall be established. Amen. That was written in the book of Job. Matter of fact, one of Job's friends was the one who said, if you shall decree a Job, you you already know if you shall decree it, then it shall be established. But all he was doing was repeating what was in the word. You understand what I'm saying? But common sense and faith are enemies. Did y'all hear what I said? And pastor, why are you talking all about that and talking? Because if I don't attack this, this if, I, if I don't, if I don't not attack, but if I don't make sure that there's a clear understanding. You'll think that a pastor don't want, pastor just wants you to just go out there. No, I don't want you to just go out there. You see the virus walking on the street and say, hey, Mr. Virus, how you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Faith. If you can't, I, I'm not saying that, all right? But we've got to understand that the word of God says the weapons of our warfare, they, they, they're just not carnal. You understand? So many people see this as a carnal fight. I see it as a spiritual fight. So I'm not just fighting this here with carnal stuff like a vaccine. I gotta fight this thing with the word of God. I gotta go and find men and women of God that in the in the in the face of some insurmountable odds, how they were able to what stand on the word of faith. When they because stuff was coming at all these men and women in the Bible that most of us might have just, just succumbed to. Many of us would have failed our mission, am I right? Many, many people quit. I was sharing with co-pastor this morning. I said, baby, God, Moses didn't want to do that thing. He kept telling God why he couldn't. Esther did not want to do it. Am I right? Noah didn't want to. Somebody come out. Noah wanted to build an ark for 20 years, 120 years. Noah didn't want to build that thing. Didn't go out there and preach for 120 years and don't 
down the aisle. I forget about eight people saved, got saved in the whole thing. No one didn't want to do it. Because when God is moving, it's never coming. All right. I'm going to say it again. But sometimes in our own individual lives, we go through hell in our life. And we attribute that to the devil. But it's God, Job. It's not the devil at all, Job. It's the Lord. Am I right? Because Job hadn't done anything wrong. And the Lord, Satan come up before the Lord. And the Lord said, hey, what about, what about Job? Have you considered my servant Jerry? And Lucifer said, yeah, but you got a hedge of protection around about him. And God said, go ahead, I'm going to move it. Go ahead, do, you. do what you're going to do. And God did all of that for Job so that we could read the book of Job today and be encouraged. And you understand what I'm saying? All of that but for one reason. So that because Job, Job, yeah, he got everything back at the end. But how many know when you lose a child, you don't get it, you might get another child, but you don't get that, that pain still hurts. But so that God, so that we could be reading the book of Job in the roughest of times of our life and be encouraged, God suffered Job to happen. God does everything for purpose. He has rhyme and reason about everything that he does. That's why I don't fear what the devil can do to me. Because the devil can't do nothing but attack the body. The you understand what I'm saying? He can't do nothing with the soul and the spirit. Am I right? He might try to influence the mind, am I right? But he can't do nothing with this, he can't do nothing with this spirit, man. That's why you gotta feed that spirit, woman. You gotta feed that spirit, man. You gotta feed it, you understand. You can't walk in fear. Some people, like I said, haven't flown an airplane since 911. The devil's a liar. I wouldn't let that happen to me. I got right back on the we get right back on the plane. People come out, well, you gonna fly? Yes, man, we're gonna fly. We get right on the plane in the name of Jesus. Take us over. One of my elders, good elders, William McDuffie, he talked me out. William McDuffie, every time we get on the plane, he touched the plane. Said, in the name of Jesus, take us over. So said, if it's good for, for Bishop William McDuffie, it's good enough for Sammy. Am I right? You understand? So, I, so when I get on the plane, because I used to just get on the plane, and I'm an intercessor on the plane, I just start praying, right? But he told me he touched me. So when I get on the plane right now, on the outside, I go like, in the name of Jesus, take us over. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know what I'm doing. You understand? Why? Because I gotta have my trust. Somebody say your trust gotta be in the Lord. So if your marriage is in trouble, start seeking God for that husband. If your wife is, start seeking God for that thing. Don't just say we have irreconcilable differences. Because the word of God says all things. Come on. I said all things are possible to him that believes. Y'all, y'all, y'all not with me today. I'm going to have to talk to my e-church because they might be with me today, amen. So e-church, all things are possible. Yes. There's nothing that God won't do for me. Amen. Did y'all hear what I said? I don't know about you because I don't know about for me, amen. Right now I'm being a little selfish because of my relationship with Christ. See, you understand what I'm saying? My daughter asked me, she come up and asked me for something, she's going to get it. Why? Because of her relationship with me. So I said, relationship, amen. Hey, I choose to walk in faith and not fear, daughter. You hear what I'm saying? I make a conscious effort. When people try to show me fear, when people try to show me facts, I choose the third F, faith. Amen. Do you hear what I say? Now, 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 if you don't have faith, you, you can't do what I do. You can't go where I go. Your faith has got to be too alexic. I understand. When you have 
assignment on your life. That God has an assignment on your life. And, and I, I told the church, I can't die until I finish my assignment. Oh! Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. You can't die until you finish your assignment. The question is, are you on your assignment? The Bible says many have died gone early. Am I right? And the, remember when you take communion, the Bible says many are asleep because they partook of communion unworthily, right? But I also believe it because you weren't working in accordance with your assignment. Let me get, let me get, I gotta get back in here. I got so much, so much, amen. So much about trusting in God. On last week, I said that God gives out assignments. Remember that? And I said that God gave who an assignment? Who did I say he gave an assignment to? The prophet who? Elijah. Y'all come on now. E-church, I know y'all got it. Y'all better come on. The, God, the Lord gave the prophet Elijah an assignment. Now, uh, just for the sake of regurgitation, let's go to 1 Kings 16 and 29. 1 Kings 16 and 29. Just, just to make sure. Because we got some people who might be tuning in today who weren't with me when I hit this last week. We got some visitors this morning, amen, who might not be with me as I was last week. But what I'm showing you is that, that God, he is something else. So in the book of 1 Kings 16 and 29, and I'm not going to do it all, amen, but I've got to show you why, why uh, Prophet Elijah had to trust in God and receive the assignment that God had placed upon him. Because every assignment you get, as I said, many people God gave assignments to, they, don't want, they didn't want the assignment. Right. My wife asked me this morning, she said, well, honey, how about preaching all the time? How do you, how you feel about that thing? And I said, well, baby, I said, baby, uh, Really, truly, even when you're preaching, you don't feel like preaching all the time. Even when you're singing, you don't feel like singing all the time. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, going to be, be straight with you, right? Amen. But it's not about you; it's about your assignment. Amen. So I had to. I told my wife, it's not about how I feel. And I remember last week I told you my body was under attack, right? But y'all told me to what last week? Suck it up. Suck it up. Come on now, y'all remember what y'all told me last week? Huh? Why? Because y'all told me to suck it up, preacher. Right? And what did I have to do? I had to suck it up, right? Because some assignments are challenging. Some assignments are difficult. Sometimes you don't even want, you, you, you need to sit somewhere and get preached the word yourself. And you're next in line to get up and preach faith. You're next in line to get up and, pe and preach trust in God. But you need to sit down your own self and get a word. You over here, you know, you kind of you kind of wobbling, you know what I'm saying? You're just trying to get it. You're just, you're just hoping Mr. Jakes will do something about it. Amen. So that you can get a word. But that don't stop your assignment. Amen. The word of God says you gotta preach instant in season and what? Somebody say in season. in season. In season. That's when everything is going the way you want it to go. That's when you got the Kool-Aid coming out the water fountain. You understand what I'm saying? That's when all your bills are paid and now you're planning to go on your vacation. You hear what I'm saying? That's in season. But it don't stop in season. He says out of season also. He said, if there's no water coming out of your refrigerator, you understand. If your lights are turned off, you hear what I'm saying? If you don't have food to eat, you understand. God said, God says it doesn't matter. In season, out of season, God said, I still need you to do your assignment. Amen. The Joshua said assignment. And so I talked about, oh, I hope I'm tying this together. I hope I'm not confusing anybody. I'm not trying to. But I just, I just, I just want you to know, amen. I want you to see and understand that God has what's called an assignment on our life. And I knew I said I was going to talk about that other thing, but I'm going to go on and do this right here. Amen. Assignment. 
This is why God became upset at Ahab and he had to assign Elijah because Ahab had done the sins of Jeroboam. Remember I talked about it? The sins of Jeroboam. And the sins of Jeroboam, they had angered God. But Ahab done the sins of Jeroboam and he did even more. And God says, you did the sins of Jeroboam. And Jeroboam had introduced idolatry to the people. That's why I can't stand it when people worship pastors and co-pastors. I, I can't stand it. You understand what I'm saying? Every now and then the pastor got to get a broom and sweep. You hear what I'm saying? Every, I'm just saying, you, keep, because you, and you gotta keep that. God, God is the one that gets all the glory. God is the one that he deserves all the honor. You understand? I know, I know people love they love pastors and they love co-pastors and they love singers and all of that. But 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 God is the God is always the one that's supposed to get all the glory and all the honor. Yes. yes. But God hates it when you become idolatrous towards your pastors. Or idolatrous towards your husband. You you, you 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 worship your husband so much you you worship your wife. Am I telling the truth? And God hates it. And this is what Jeroboam did. Jeroboam had introduced idolatry. But Jeroboam also, I said, that Jeroboam had, had made a decision. Even though God said that all the priests were going to come out of the tribe of Levi, Jeroboam basically stood up and said, I'm going to make, I'm going to bring priests out of any tribe I want to. And how many know, when you're doing what God, when you're in God's assignment, you can't do it the way you want to do it. You can't just, well, I'm, I'm going to do me. Well, you're going to burn me up in hell. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Y'all get what I'm saying? Because when God gives the assignment, so Jeroboam had done those things. Jeroboam said, instead of worshiping Jerusalem in the temple, we're going to worship wherever I tell people to worship. So he picked some more cities and said, we're going to worship there, okay? All this was Jeroboam. But here comes Ahab. Ahab, King Ahab did that. Then he married Jezebel. Then he built a, 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 a idols to Baal. And then he built an idol to the goddess, the, the uh, Asherah, that god. He kept on building idols, and he got upset. So God says, I'm going to send Elijah. Elijah comes up on the scene with an assignment from God. And I'm going to tell you something. It's hard when you come up on the scene with an assignment from God when you know it's going to be an unpopular thing. Amen. See, when preachers preach, money coming. It's coming down. Everybody, reach up and grab it. Reach up and grab it. Turn around three times, and you're going to be blessed. When we're preachers preaching now, boy, you can't even hear the preacher preaching to people. I'm shocked. You understand? Why? Because people are getting what they want, you understand? See, the flesh is emotional. When you start telling the flesh, oh, you're going to have what you want. What, what, what you want? You want him tall, dark, and handsome? How tall you want to be? You want to be six foot five? Ooh, God told me you're going to have a six foot five, man. Ooh, you're going to have muscle budget. That little woman be like, <laughs> But as soon as you tell her, God told me to tell you, that guy right over there is yours. And you look over there, he's like five two. What? What comes to your mind? That ain't God. Am I right? Am I, am I telling the truth? See, long as God gives us what we want, we got hallelujah, praise Jehovah. Am I right? But when God tells us what we don't want, crucify. Am I telling the truth? See, when God gives us an assignment, it don't come the way you want it. Some people want to be married, but do you really want to be married? Y'all hear what I said? Uh, I know you said you, you've been watching me in co pastor love it, love it. But you didn't see us about five years ago. And sometimes you didn't see us five minutes ago. All right. Riding in the car. Well, you need to read that scripture today, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. See, see, God gives an assignment, amen. When God gives an assignment that you don't like, you still have to do it. I can't tell you 
certain number of people have told me, well, God told me this. Mm. And I'm looking and saying, no, sister. Mm. God didn't tell you that's your mother. Why? Because they don't line up with the word. You see, I don't judge people. I'm not a judge. All I do is when you come and ask me something, I say, well, what does the God say in his word? And then I give you God's word because I'm just a third party. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm just, a, I'm just a third party. You get them? I, 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 I'm the one. It's you and then it's God. And God give me, God give us the word. And I give you what God says in his word. But people don't like it when you give them what God says. Can you, can you spruce that thing up for me? Can you just tell me we don't have to go in the fight? Amen. If you just tell me that, look, well, what we're going to do, I have to, Jesus, because Daniel was, Daniel didn't, Daniel was praying. Why did Daniel have to keep praying? Matter of fact, Daniel opened up the whole doors. Amen. All he had to do was what? Keep the doors closed. Am I right? Somebody said, common sense would have told me that. <laughs> am I right? Amen. Somebody, am I telling the truth? Common sense would have told me, Daniel, I know you're going to pray because you're going to do a prayer warrior. You're an intercessor. But just keep the doors closed. Yeah. Right? Common sense would have told me, boys, look, just bow down out here. Don't worry about nothing. You see all of us bowing down. So we ain't going to look at your back. But the Hebrew boys had to say, I will not bow down to any other. Am I telling you the truth? Yeah. Why? Because when somebody, you know what I'm talking about? Because see what's, what's on the inside of you. Yeah. It's got to be greater than any force on the outside of you. Yeah. So when you when you when God had told you to do something, you you go you go all the way with that thing. Amen. You go all the way with that thing. Because I've been asked on many, many occasions, Pastor Jay, why are you still having church? And I told him because that's what God told me to do. Amen. And I remember if I'm going to error, I want to error doing what God told me to do. Amen. Because if God's holding this hand right here, and if, if God said I got six fingers, how many gonna be on that hand? Am I, am I telling you? It, it's going to be on the Why? Because God's word do not let it come back to him more. Right? God said in Isaiah, what? He said, well, whenever my word goes out, he said, whatever I say in my word, that's what it's going to be. God, Hezekiah said, the, God told Hez, the prophet, go tell Hezekiah that your time is up and get your house in order. Am I right? Am I telling the truth? God told King Hezekiah, and King Hezekiah, his time was actually up. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and started talking about, God, I'll praise you. God, I'll worship you. God, I'll adore you. God, I'll magnify you. I'm telling the truth. And God said, mm, boy. I said, look, I can see the Lord God. Look, I can see him up there. Come on, come on, look. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to bring Hezekiah home because I, to, I won't talk to Hezekiah about some stuff. And God said, well, he'll be here in a few days. But when Hezekiah started praising and worshiping God, God said, God said, boy, you better stop. God said, stop it, Hezekiah. He probably called him heads. Heads, you better stop. You, you better stop it. You better stop. I said, Hezekiah went, and you are an awesome God. And you are worthy, God. And I'll lift you up to the head. And God said, oh, oh boy, you got 15 more years. Go ahead. For you to die. But Hezekiah, praise God, worship God. And God said, You know what? I'm going to give you some more time, young man. Why? Because God gets caught up in the praise. Amen. The word says, He inhabits us. He inhabits us. He inhabits That means that He comes down and gets in the middle of it. Amen. It don't mean He looks up and says, Mmm, that is good. No, He inhabits the praises. 
this is the kind of glory. And you start worshiping God. I'm talking about, I'm talking about really worshiping God. I'm not talking about faith. You didn't pray, hallelujah. First thing you say, wave your hand. Charlie got to wave my hand. Praise the said, can you wave your hand left? Can you wave your right hand? Can you wave your left? You just don't kill. I really just don't kill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but boy, when you hit that lotto, ah, ah, oh, look, if I tell the truth, your football team, they ain't throwing up a touchdown. You up there shouting like that, gave you a million dollars. That's why I say, but God. Oh, man, I'm not going to get, I'm not, well, I'm messing up. Oh, God. God gives Hezekiah. I'm not Hezekiah. God gives Elijah the prophet and said, tell him it's not going to rain because of their sins. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and, and the prophet Elijah said, it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain. Yeah. That's bad there, am I right? It's different if you would have said, well, I came to give you a word from the Lord on high. And the Lord great Jehovah says that it's not going to rain. Hezekiah, I mean, uh, he came up and just said, Elijah said, it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain. My God. Amen. And you know what Jezebel said? Kill them all. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? It was easy coming out of your mouth, right? It's easy coming out of our mouth. But Jezebel said, kill them all. And Jezebel ended kill, killing, she was killing all the prophets. She was killing them all. And look, now Elijah, the one who went up and said, it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain, right? Now he in the cave. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because sometimes when God calls you to do something, right? It'll put you in a cave, amen. Some people right in their house right now, amen. They're looking out the door. The corona out there? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because I told you, it's going to take faith for you to come out. It's going to take, I know people wait. Well, we're waiting until they watch the news all day long for the numbers to go down, right? And somebody give God praise for the numbers going down. We thank God for that, amen. Amen. But remember, you only have to meet one person with the virus. Amen. Right? right? So it behooves us to what? Have a certain amount of faith, right? Because sooner or later, God will call you out of the cave. Amen. Did y'all hear what I said? Mm. I said, sooner or later, God's going to call you back out of the cave. Why? Because your assignment is not up yet. Amen. See, see, here he is, Elijah, hide, hiding. And so now God sends the man, God, let's go right here. He's hiding, right? Let's go down to, uh, uh, verse first, first Kings chapter 17. First Kings chapter 17, verse 1. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe and Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be new that's not the one I wanted, neither do nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Okay? But listen, as soon as that happened, the word of God says God start providing for him. Even though there was no look at in verse 2, it says. Then the, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. I'll leave here, turn eastward and hide. So God had him hiding, but he says, even while you are hiding, God says, I'm going to supply everything that you need. Mm. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? God said, somebody lost their job, but guess what? You lost your job, but you have such a relationship with Christ that God still will supply everything that you need. Amen. Why? Because you're, you're on your assignment. Amen. Even though you said, they're saying, well, what is we going to do? Saints of God, we never have to say, what is we going to do? We know what we're going to do. We're going to trust in the Lord. Amen. Am I right? In him will I trust. Am I right? Yes. And look what it says right here in verse 2. It says, you will drink from the brook 
I, I have directed the ravens, the ravens a bird. So I say a raven. Ravens do not like to share their food. Matter of fact, some of us in here are ravens. You know, you get you a three-piece spice and white, you don't want to give nobody a slice. Am I telling the truth? You know how it is over there when you got your three carrots on the plate. You don't want to give her one of those carrots and talk to my veggies. Am I right? But God said, but, 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 this is what I love about God. Even, even though God gave Elisha uh, an assignment, and Elisha knew that Jezebel had, had been killing all the, all the, all the uh, prophets. He knew all about that stuff. And in his flesh, he might have even been fearful. Amen. But when God tells you he's going to do something, God does it, all, somebody say, all the way. See, that's why when a prophet comes up to me, if somebody's a prophet and they tell me, you're going to meet somebody tall, dark, and handsome. I, I want to know, uh, what's, what's her name? Don't just give me the generics. You, many people who are not prophets, they generalize. They, they tell you something like, you're going to go out today and the sun going to beam down. Am I right? Am I right? Does that make me a prophet? Because when y'all came out today, wasn't the sun beaming down? So I prophesied over all of y'all today. Am I right? But how many know? I listened to the weatherman yesterday. <laughs> so I like it when, when, the man, when, God, when, God, when a man of God takes an assignment, God's going to do everything that he said he's going to do for you. Amen. God says, listen, the ravens are going to bring you some food. Amen. And ravens don't like to share food, but they did for him. And it said they brought him meat and bread. Amen. Somebody said meat. Meat. How many of y'all meat eaters? What a meat eater is that in the house? I knew y'all was up in here. What if we all go vegetarian? Everybody in here today. What if I just said, I want to see all who will be with me if I go if we go on a six-month vegetarian? Did y'all hear did y'all hear cussing? Did y'all hear it? It was cussing in the spirit realm. Amen. I was saying, I heard Peter talking again. And I, I said, I don't know the blank and blank. That's what I heard. Am I right? I, I'm just talking about no meat for six months. Anybody with me? All the people got their hand up. Was a, who can do it with me? Don't worry, I was operating under the spirit. Don't worry. Because let me, let me Popeyes will have to shut down. You know what I'm saying? And they need their jobs. Am I right? I'm, I'm helping them right now. Amen. All right. God, God said, I'm going to sit. And so the ravens, and, and so here's the prophet. The ravens come and feed him, right? Taking care of him. And verse 5 said, verse 6 says, the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Look, God gave him breakfast and dinner. Isn't that something? That was the raven's assignment to come and bring. And now remember the prophet Elijah, he's still, he's still just trying to do what God said do. And now he has no food in his refrigerator. Am I right? And he has no, no water. Am I right? But God, when you trust in God. Somebody say trust in God. You, you, you got you to trust in God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Refrigerator empty. Did I hear the doorbell ring? Did I hear the doorbell ring? Check the kid. Y'all see, see who at the door. Am I right? Why? Because you have to have a life of expectation. Right? Because I know if I have a need, right? And I'm doing what God called me to do, am I right? I expect somebody to ring the doorbell. Am I right? And she goes, ding dong. 
So y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. It's white. Yes, sir. You can eat it, but it's not good. Amen. It'll be all over your mouth, but you know your belly still empty. You just as hungry as you can be. And somebody would pull up. Ring up. Come on out here. Because my grandmother believed and trusted in God. Do you understand? Amen. She couldn't read or write, but she trusted God. Amen. Say, Rita, come on out here. Grandma said, go out there. We go out there. It's uh, one of my cousins, JP. We, we was at a farm, and they, they had three bushels of beans, and they, they didn't want these beans, so I just said that you and the kids want them. Brought them to us. Somebody said, trust me in God. And my grandmother used to, when we used to have food, she would invite my cousins over. She would invite my cousins over. It was about four, five of them. Now, the food that we had was going to last us for the rest of the week. She got the nerve to invite my, her son and his four wife and their three kids over. She got the nerve. And I'm back there like this right here. And they had to peel on that one bean, you understand? No, why? Because I didn't know about faith, you understand? Uh, I was selfish. I wanted them beans. I need them beans for tomorrow. And she was feeling. And she said, God will Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. 
I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And, look, and listen to this greedy old prophet. Listen to how greedy he is. Don't be afraid. Go home and do what you said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself. The woman just told you I don't have enough of just being my son and here he is talking about you. Before you do that, because somebody said common sense. Wouldn't you feed your kids first? Who eats first? If you're hungry, a mother, we just had mother's day. If you're hungry and there's not enough food to go around, who eats first in your house? Kids do, right? Is, is that the generation I'm talking to? Or maybe this is the generation? Because of this new generation, you know, mama got to eat too, right? Three snaps on the zip. Am I right about that too? It's this new generation, am I right? Right? But look at what the prophet is. He, all along, he's just trusting God. Why, why in the world, Lord, why did you let the raven stop bringing me food? Why did he say, why did the brook dry up? Well, it wasn't raining, correct? So the brook had to dry up sooner or later, right? And, and like I said, I like it when God changed things. I like what God is doing now. After, there are going to be a lot of people in the church. Amen. Amen. Why? Because they found out their 401ks didn't save them. Mm. They found out the stock market couldn't keep them. Am I right? Am I right? right. E even people who are healthy, because there have been some healthy people who have died of this thing, correct? Yes. You know the ones in the gym every night? Y'all know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about? Say, you done bumped your head. 
feed no preacher before you feed me. I'm your head and pastor. He ain't the king. I'm the king over here at, at, at 3126 Sycamore Street. I'm the one running things over here. But when God, when God, y'all hear what I'm saying? When God is orchestrating stuff, when God is doing something, now the prophet sound greedy to me. But he was trying to get a blessing to the woman. God many times trying to get a blessing to us. God said, I'm trying to get a blessing to you. God said, I want you to stop being selfish. Stop being selfish for just a minute. Amen. Stop, stop thinking selfish. about yourself for just a minute. Amen. Amen. God said, I want, I'm trying to get something to you. But God said, you're going to have to trust me. Here's the prophet telling the woman. And, and the word of God said, the woman went and she did exactly what he said. Now what do y'all think? Well, what was the little kid thinking? Didn't the kid have a little thought? I believe he was a he was a precursor to me. He was thinking like I was thinking. Well, mama, didn't you say you ain't got but a, a little bit? Well, who's this old greedy old prophet coming in here? We've been wrecked because remember, if she only had a little bit left, that means that she had been kind of kind of saving. You know what I'm saying? They hadn't even been eating full meals every day. Am I right? Y'all don't see sometimes when you read the word of God, you run right through the word. But sometimes you gotta stop and dive on in that thing. You gotta understand that, that, that she only had a little, she told you I only had a little bit left. She'd been rationing, she had been living off of rations. And many of us are living off of rations. But God don't want us to live off of rations. He said, I have prepared a woman that exactly. Y'all hear what he said? He said, I prepared this woman. He said, listen, go over there and this is going to happen. And she went and did this thing for the man of God. And I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop because my time is up. But somebody said, Elijah. Elijah. Still what? Trusting God. Listen to this here. Listen to what it said. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you've said. But first make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have. And bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day of the Lord sends the rain. Other words, if you do this here, what God said do, you will lack no good thing. Amen. Somebody said no good thing. No good thing. I said, somebody said no good thing. No good thing. Somebody said no good thing. No good thing. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Amen. Say bake a cake, bake a cake. Say tell him. Say bake it up. Say bake it up. I said talk to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor to bake it up. Say bake it up, neighbor. Say say I know you want to question the man of God, but go somebody say we somebody need to start baking up in here. Am I right? Say bake it up. Say bake that bread. Charlie grows up and she holds her stuff. I went to their house. She she got some green stuff growing up on the pole with something. Was in a glass of something. What was it in an incubator? They're vegetarians. Was what now? The tower garden. Well, well, I know if I if I'm the prophet, he will send me over there. <laughs> I'm going over to the car. Don't see? See how fat he is? You see how fat Frank is? Fat like me, right? So I know what's going on over here. Look at the other Willis. Little skinny, he ain't eating no food in a long, long time. Oh, brother hurt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, brother, hurt me, man. I hear every time you drive by Popeye's, it's called on the go, 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 go. But listen, I'm going to finish up maybe next week. But I just got to tell you how the prophet Elijah and everybody who lined up with him just learned how to trust God. And in this season, 
people of God, those watching by internet, Facebook, and all that stuff. Don't wait on the news to tell you when it's going to be safe. Seek the face of God. Ask God, Lord God, can I go out this Sunday? And, and, and listen and hear what God has to say. And when God said you can go out, that's when you go out. Amen. Amen. Because everybody got to choose, make a choice for themselves, right? Give God praise in the house. Give him praise in the house. I say give God some praise. Can we give the Lord a 60-second praise worth up in here? Can we give him a praise worth? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, boys, I need you. Come on, come on, come on. And I'm going to tell you something. Look. Elijah's faith is going up and up and up. When he gets to Mount Carmel, when I get to Mount Carmel next week, and we talk about Elijah, he's no longer in the cave anymore. Amen. He's not in the cave now. He, he, when he gets to Mount Carmel, he's a bad man. And that's what we want. Y'all understand. I'm going to talk about it next week. Y'all got me? Y'all going to be with me? Amen. Y'all going to come to church next week? I want y'all to back up in the cave. Don't go back. Look at your neighbor and say, don't go back in there. Don't go. Look at your neighbor and say, don't go. Say, we out now. Say, we out now. But, uh, <laughs> bring your mask if you have to. Amen. And we're going to talk about it. See what God's going to do. Internet, thank you guys. Amen. Is there anybody here just me? Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can tune into all future messages. Also, connect with us on Facebook at Destiny Worship Center Augusta. Have a blessed day and pursue God's purpose and destiny for your life.